Stefan and Matt. We're an interracial couple with two kids wanting to do something that highlights the power of friendship and what it means to be in the company of true friends. We're going to move our society away and out of the loneliness epidemic and into a friendlier, happier world. Welcome to our friendly world. Better, stronger, together. Now, hold on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, I've got the whole, I've got the details. You've got the gossip. But there's Didn't stuff, you say gossip there is is stuff no to untangle. <sighs> Hi, everybody. Hello. So, what do you do when your friends break up with one another? Do they actually break up? Whatever, there's something going on. There's strife. There's breakage. What happens? Especially when you've met both friends who are in the process of breaking up at, like, exactly the same time. What do you do when your friend group, the others break up? They haven't broken up with you, but you're kind of left in the dust. I, I feel like I've been left in the dust. Like, what ha- What do I do? Who do I talk to? Who do I not? Am I not supposed to talk to someone? What's happening? Exactly. And also, because now I, I, I feel like, I, I mean, what happened? <laughs> Well, for starters, you know, we can almost go back to the day we literally met, um, you know, this particular group. And like literally the first thing person A said was, oh, my God, that Matt and Fawn, they talk too much, which is a little harsh, right? Uh, Oh, you think it's harsh? I mean, you're always telling me I talk too much. But I do it with love. No, you don't. <laughs> well, this is this is one of the big no-nos for me is when people say you talk too much because usually people don't say that to men. True. So, when I hear it, it makes me feel something. Right. Like angry. Yes. Angrified. Ang- because what you don't want to hear the woman talk, like what I'm not supposed to speak. Okay, go ahead. Well, yes, but in this particular context, it was he was feeling very possessive of this other person and feeling possessive. He wants to monopolize the attention of the other party. And well, we, we uh, lanced in and, you know, my talkative self, I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm talking a mile a minute. So we took the attention away from the friendship, their friendship, because we came in. Right. And then I guess we took attention away from... How do I say this? What when, do we- when you add friends into a friend group, it changes the dynamics. Person B didn't like that person A was talking to us more. Right. Or talking to us. Right. At all. Yes. Because they enjoyed their one-on-one time. They enjoyed their one-on-one with time. With their person A. Right. A and B were always chit-chatting. And then they met us and were like, hello. We came in and talked too much. Well, we changed the dynamics of the group. And this is a scary thing for people. You get very comfortable inside of whatever patterns you're in. Mm -hmm. And when those patterns start to change, most people have a nasty habit of trying to cling to the old ways. There's a reason why it took Blockbuster Video forever to finally realize, hey, maybe streaming is something. Because they had a system that had worked for them for years, and they didn't realize that the world had changed. I think it also comes down to an issue of self-esteem or self-understanding that happened with our kids when our kids were little they finally made some friends you know they weren't the greatest these other friends <laughs> i gotta say now that i have hindsight right but 
little Al was so upset when it was a whole bunch of other kids and the attention she had from this one supposed friend was given to other kids. Mm -hmm. And it was at a time where we really needed one-on-one time because we were going through so much. Right. The kids were going through so much that I think when that attention from that friend was taken and placed on other people and not all on Elle, it's heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking when your friend pays attention to other people when you need them most. It hurts. It hurts a lot. And I think when you get to a place where you can be good with yourself, right, it doesn't hurt. But sometimes when you really need someone and the attention from that person is no longer there, temporarily, but you need it right at that moment, it is a terrible feeling. Terrible feeling. Yes. Yes, needs absolutely, they are overwhelming. Absolutely. That's why... I don't know. I, I tend to see friendships as being more like cake in the banquet of life. They're not they're not the main course. They're this they're this lovely thing. They're that... not the main course? <laughs> Why are you laughing? Because Fr- we do a whole podcast on friendship and I just said it's not the main course. Right. I think it's the main course. See, for me it's it's the relation I have I have a few relationships that are the main course and they are friendships and these are friendships I've had for a very 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 long time but you know when I meet people I don't automatically put them into positions of I was about to say authority it's not authority but positions of um ah what's the word I can't even think central positions in in my world I very much see them as a nice to have I treasure these nice to haves. I, I, <laughs> you ask anybody, I likes me my dessert, but I don't kind of put my own kind of emotions, my feelings, you know, they're not dependent on them. And I think that that's a little unique. I think the fact that I can do this is one of these like bizarre, wonderful, weird things. And it takes a very long time for you to transition into a much more central place for me. All right. But this is not the case in this particular relationship. So what happened was, so our friends, it seems like they broke up and we don't know what to do. What do you do, Matt? Right. And, and I've, God, I'm like at a ringside seat for this whole debacle. Because they both told you exactly what happened. Exactly. Their perspectives. And neither one is exaggerated. It's exactly what happened. I believe it is fairly accurate. But Interesting it, that I was left out of the loop. Like, I have no <laughs> idea what's going on. <laughs> well, you don't go hang out with us as often. Because it's an early morning thing. Okay. So what, what's what's... So what is going on is... <sighs> So one of our friends is very acerbic and very what does that mean? blunt and see there's a word I want to use but unfortunately well he's very gruff. He's gruff. Yes. Acerbic means kind of gruff and acid like and um like you you have to have a thick skin to be around him. Sometimes yes. You can't get offended because he'll offend you. Yes. Immediately. But he also has this 
endearing charm of he doesn't hold anything back. When he offers you something, it's his whole heart he offers. Yeah, he's totally, I mean, he is his truth. It's all out there. He just, he doesn't hide anything. Not a whit. But you have to watch out when the things that sometimes get thrown at you from him are not rose petals. And they can hurt. They can sting. Okay. So basically he told our other friend, you talk too much. A woman. Yes. And he knew that that was an issue, right? Yes, That's he an did. issue. We've talked about that many times about how being told that at work, being told that as a woman, being told that in your life, you talk too much. It's highly inappropriate, especially to say to a woman. Right. Ex- exactly. It's a deal breaker. And, and, and she she kept saying that. She's heard him say this to her before. Yeah, but she didn't she say this is a deal breaker like And now okay. now she is absolutely saying that. Now she's going through you know, everybody has their own journeys. Everybody's on their own journeys. Everybody is progressing towards or away from something. And she is starting to, again, get back into her own power. And she is centering and she is transforming majestically in a very good way. And she has a lovely voice, by the way. She's wonderful to listen to. And she is a great conversationalist. She really is. She's a great listener. Very compassionate. And talk to anybody about anything for any length of time is not a person you want to quiet. No. she's Her voice is important. Right. Everybody's voice is important. Yes. But her voice especially. It's interesting, though, because she's the one who pointed out that people about our podcast have been saying that they wish you spoke more. And then I took that as like, I talk too much. <laughs> and it, it hurt my feelings. Right. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, Absolutely. This actually, this bit of information actually came from her, ironically. Right. It's interesting when someone goes through struggles like that, that they may be the ones that actually give you that same message. So if her struggle is you talk too much, then that was her message to me, not directly. But she's like, you know, it's interesting. I've heard people say about your podcast that you talk too much. Or they want to hear Matt They want to hear me more. more. But well, that's I don't not think my that fault. that means you talk too much. Um, to me, that's what I hear. But it's also not my fault that you don't talk. Right. But again, you're... But you also always blame me, Matt, because I don't let you speak. And I know I just cut you off. But so <laughs> what? Yes. You hold your ground. You're a big man. Now and again. <laughs> Anyways. Um, yeah. Uh, I honestly think that she just wishes I would talk more on the podcast, not that you talk too much. Whatever. That's my issue. Let's, let's get exactly. back to them. So back to them. It's literally like, well, that's my last nerve. So you know what? That's fine. Whatever you want to do is whatever you want to do. But here we are. No, tell me what you said. <laughs> you said she, didn't she say something like, all right. You're definitely going to hear a lot less from me. Yes, that is true. Tell me what she said. That was brilliant, actually. <laughs> what did she say? Did she actually say it? She actually said that, yes. Tell me, tell me what she said. Well, what you just said. No, because you use different words. Like, I don't remember exactly. <sighs> I'd have to start go, go so scrolling through texts. Oh, my God. So she basically said, oh, I talk too much. All right, then I will 
not speak, you won't hear from me. Bye. Right. <laughs> Ouch, right? I mean, that's a pretty slick burn, frankly. Is it a burn, though? It's the truth. I it mean, is the truth. She but... gave plenty of notice. That's what happened with me and my friendship breakups. I give them notice, oh, especially when I love the, the people. Notice after notice after notice. And if they constantly ignore me, right? ignore what I'm saying, then it's a deal breaker. Then I leave. I disappear. I don't just leave. Right. Disappear. You will never hear from me again. That's how I play. I know. It's terrible. It is what it is. And, and honestly, what she was saying was connection is a big thing. And if the way I engage with you isn't appreciated, then you can suck it. She said that? Yep. <laughs> Hopefully that'll sneak through the, the sensors on the podcast. And also she said, I've been his friend for too long to waste any more energy on this. So this has been coming and this is fair warning to everyone out there just because as a computer programmer, computer will do the same thing every time I ask it to do something unless it's chat GPT, which is a whole other thing. But computers have a nasty habit of doing exactly the same thing over and over again. People don't. People have a nasty habit of not doing the same things over and over again. So just because it was okay at moment A, to say something very hurtful to somebody doesn't mean it's okay in moment B or C or D. And so that's uh, fair warning to people out there. When is it ever okay? I know, I know, okay. I know, I know. Okay, so what do we do? So what do we? So here we are. We're caught in the middle. Are we, though? No, not well, really. Well, I mean, you, are you? I guess I'm completely out. Um, I have no idea. You know what? Honestly, inner Popeye, inner Popeye time. And really thinking about it, you know, I'm going to go through and I'm not going to pretend or not pretend that I'm not talking to one or the other. And I'm not going to pretend if I'm if I'm with one and I see the other, I'm not going to ignore them. That's ridiculous. And, uh, you know, if they choose not to engage with one another, then they choose not to engage with one another. And that's fine. But I'm not going to allow them to hold me in place and not engage. That's cool. But if one of them has a problem with that, then we have a problem. This happened to me with those yoga bitches. Right. Because one one group of the B-I-T-C-H-E-S's, <laughs> I, I specifically told them what was bothering me. And right. they, they thought they understood, they understood, but they kept ignoring what I was saying. Mm-hmm. And so one day, something else happened in the yoga studio, and I told them what happened. These are the friends that usually had my back, right? Right. And I told them, and they were just like, all of a sudden, I could tell that whatever, they didn't agree with me. It was totally my experience. I was experiencing major racism, major, like, I was just being gaslit by the yoga owner of the school and they didn't want to hear it anymore of course not because they wanted to go to that school they wanted to be friends with these people right and i said that's fine you do you that's fine with me Mm -hmm. but know that i'm really upset and hurt and so are my so are my kids so the next time we went to class this was a few hours later we were visibly upset 
because the last straw was just too much for me right. dealing with this yoga teacher. And so we were visibly upset. And they took that, even though I had just told them hours ago, I'm really, I'm really beyond upset now. Mm-hmm. And this is why, because of the, t- the teacher now did this. And once again, they ignored me. And then they took it personally because we were upset, so visibly shaken during yoga class. When I got home, there were all these messages on my voicemail saying, how dare you? You don't know how to be a friend. How dare you treat us like that? I didn't treat them anyway. They knew I was upset. I told them specifically I was upset. So when they saw me in class, I just looked at them and I was just quiet. I was pushing back tears and I went home, you know, and they just took that personally. And so that led into this big, from my perspective, they misunderstood because they didn't listen. But because of the vile messages that they left on my, my voicemail, right? there was no going back um, because of the words that they used, because of the, right. the venom, the way they talked to me. I was like, whoa. And ironically enough, they talked to their own family like that. So they treated us like family. And that was a deal breaker for me. You don't talk to me like that because there's no going back. There are certain words, there are certain things that you can say that will completely forever change the relationship. And for me, that was a deal breaker. So I never spoke to them again. And then there was another friend who was caught in between this. I told this friend exactly what was up. And I said, look, I'm fine with you being friends with them, but I'm going to let you know the pain is so strong for me that if you're hanging out with them, then I can't hang out with you because it's too... It's too painful for me and I don't see a separation and I need separation right now. Mm -hmm. And she's like, I understand. Next thing I know, they're going to our, the place that we were going to move to. They went to Italy together. They took a big trip overseas together and they're texting me or she's texting me. The one that was caught in the middle. She's texting me like, first of all, she didn't even tell me she was going. I like somehow found out. But that was like even more painful. And so that let me know, I can't be friends with you. I'm going to cut you off too. Like the way they were like, look at us. We're having so much fun. Look, Fawn, you belong here. It's like, I know I belong there. I'm the one who told you about that town. I'm the one who said we're moving there. Do you know what I'm saying? So I do. And then later on, I found out, oh my God, this now this, the person in the middle is now talking behind our back and supposedly not understanding why I'm not speaking to her anymore, where I specifically told her I'm not okay. I'm not okay with you guys hanging out. If you still want to hang out with me, I just, I don't know. There needs, there needs to be some communication. You can't just, it just can't be the way you want it. Like you have to understand that it's hurting me deeply. Right. Right. And so she ignored that. I had a hour long conversation face to face with her to explain this again. It was ignored just like how the others ignored me. So I'm like, okay, that's it. Bye. Like I never, they never heard from me again, but I heard from other people like she doesn't understand. She's so hurt. Why are you doing this to her? You, you're crazy. And they'd start calling me crazy. Nice. Because all because no one was hearing 
my pain and why I'm not, why I'm choosing not to hang out with them. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, and, and this, this is all a lot of the kind of basic, re- one of the basic reasons why we do what we do. Who, us in yes, particular? on the podcast. What do we do? Oh, the art of friendship. Art of friendship, yeah. art of communication. <laughs> I mean, pay, you know, literally, you can, you can sum up a lot of painful lessons I've learned by just remembering to pay attention and to listen to what is said. And take people seriously. Believe them what they're telling you. People always tell you who they are. But they're also telling you what they need. Yes. You know, like the other B I T C H E S S. Am I spelling that right, by the way? Yes, right? I think so. <laughs> so, like I kept saying, you guys, going out to coffee is costing me $300, $350 a month, which I don't have. I can't keep going out for coffee. Can we please do something else? Nope. They, they didn't care. Right. Like, I asked them for several months, several months, and I still went out for coffee. I still was struggling. And, you know, it, that and that's just one example. Mm-hmm. But they didn't hear me. They don't care. So And there you go. They don't care. I mean, that that sums up a lot of that relationship. Yeah. But then when you get quiet or, like, bow out and step aside... Then they start talking all kinds of stuff about you. Well, because it's a personal affront because people believe, by and large, that they are moral, kind, and a million other really positive words. And it's hard on people when they get a mirror shown up to them to show them exactly how they're not kind, how they're not uh, giving, how they're not good friends. But I don't think this is the case with our friends here. Who we're talking about. They're both very mature. And this is just they both, somebody's just no, tired of someone else's stuff. And they both get it. Like, I think friend B gets friend A being upset about being told that she talks too much. Yes. He knows exactly what he did. Yep. There's no hiding it. There's no misunderstanding. It's just, it's actually quite adult from my perspective. Yes, very much so. It's not like trying to have someone take any side or anything like that is just a natural progression, I guess, or a natural state of things without venom. Really? There's no venom. It's just, it is what it is. I think there's still venom. I mean, I, I definitely see both sides like hiding from, you know, putting themselves in a place where they'll see the other. Well, this just happened recently, right? Well, yeah, this is only like a week or two old. Yeah, well, you need some time. <laughs> you do need time for sure. But, you know, I, I think that that will continue for a minute and longer than, you know, I would think. I think one of them will alter their patterns completely so they don't run into the other. <sighs> but what? when friends break up, I mean, honestly, it's tricky when you break up with a friend, when a friend breaks up with you and when two friends that you're friends with have have their breakups. It's just a sticky situation. And honestly, for me, I have it in my head where I stand kind of playing through all the variables. Like if somebody says, if you're friends with them, you can't be friends with me. Okay, I know what I'm going to do. It's it's pretty simple. You do? I do. In this case, you do? I do. Okay. You know, and I made that decision very early. And it's not a trivial decision. And it's not a decision to be made in haste. You know, you definitely want to 
take the opportunity to ponder ponder the terrible things, unfortunately. But it's not like you're not going to be friends with the other one. You're just going to tre- tread lightly? What are you going to do? I'm just going to be careful, but I'm not going to, I'm going to be honest and open mm-hmm. completely. And I right. think I think that is going to be the raw strength behind it. And so if yes. one asks me the question of, you know, so have you seen so-and-so lately? I'm going to be honest and tell the truth. But what if they don't ask you? Like I didn't ask, hey, did you go to Italy? Or are you thinking of going to Italy? Because I had no idea. Right. This was my place. To, absolutely. And I'm, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So are you, <laughs> do you, my question is, will you just be saying, hey, I'm going to go hang out with person Person, I'm not going to change the way I communicate with either party. Okay. Period. My question is, will you communicate when you're going to be hanging out with the other person? To the other person, I'm going to hang out with this person. I'm not going to avoid it, but I'm not going to bring it up either. Okay. So, so if it comes up, if we talk about something I think the other person will be interested in, I'll bring it up and the whole kit and caboodle. Are you going to tell them... That this is how you, your course of action is. Yes, that I, I will. I just don't want you to end up like the person that, in the middle in the yoga group. That I will. And I've, I I've already up. spoken to party B. Oh my God. Too many too many points. I've this already let to algebra. her know okay. where I'm standing. And I will let him know where I'm standing when I talk to him next. Okay, that's good. It's all going to be that's very good. transparent, very out in the open. If somebody has a problem with it, then we'll have to figure out what that means or doesn't mean. Right. Okay. So, well, all right. But Is yeah, there's there's no skulking. There's no hiding. There's no lying. There's no just be out there. Just be honest. And, you know, you can make an unpopular choice if that's what you want to do. You know, just make sure that you ponder it. You play through the angles. You, you know, whatever else you need to do. Okay, so is that it? When friends break up, just try and be there. Where? Wherever you feel honestly, honest and comfortable being. But you have to communicate where you're at. Like I said, (laughs) don't be the middle yoga person. Because I never want to talk to that person again either. I completely understand. Yes, transparency (laughs) is good. Yeah, just communication. There you go. And not having a charge on anything. Right. Yeah, you well you definitely you definitely want to try and stay out of, you know, their particular fight. Unless, you know, obviously you feel the exact same way as one side and then you've picked your side. See, I kind of disagree because when you're too neutral, there's no way anyone can be totally neutral. You know, like I feel like in my case, with the other friendship I was describing, that I broke off, mm-hmm. uh, they were getting too neutral, but they weren't neutral because I could sense that they didn't want to be neutral anymore. Right. They didn't care how racist or how unjustified things were. They didn't care. All right. Yet they were telling me they want to be neutral. Right. But, but that's but somebody me, attempting to keep. The moral high ground. What does that mean? What do you mean? That's what being quote unquote Switzerland is, which by the way, there is no moral high ground in Switzerland. That's a whole other story. Didn't they keep all the bank accounts and gold of the concentration camp mm-hmm. victims? 
Yes, and and so they, they managed neutral. to get a fair number of Nazis bank so, accounts too. Thank you. Well, I mean, but so anyways, they were not neutral. I'm what, I, but what I'm saying is, you know, they they put a face on being neutral. They didn't. They weren't actually neutral. If if you're actually mm-hmm. going to be neutral, actually be neutral. If you're actually going to side on one side, then for the love of God, let don't them know. lie about it. Let them know. Don't lie because omitting it is lying. Oh yeah, big time that. Learn that in Sunday school. Omission is lying. Commission or omission, baby. Oh, that's what how was the people other one? lie. Commission? That's by actually doing or saying something. Really? Yeah. Never heard that one before. Well, that word. Should have been in Sunday school. No, thank you. So, okay. Okay. Got nice. it. Got it. Okay. So, love is winning? I don't know right now. Love is winning. <laughs> love is always winning. Okay. Even though I'm really perturbed, it's still winning, I guess. Okay. All right. So, so take away. Take away. Be honest. Be open. That's kind of pithy. It is, isn't it? Be open. How? Know, know yourself, know your feelings, and, and have a clear understanding of, of how, you would, how you will proceed. I think... And, don't, and be transparent. Don't I lie. My advice is to be grounded grounded in the earth like super anchored and stable therefore you don't fly off the handle with any kind of situation or someone say saying this and that you don't just like get flighty stay grounded in your love for people and stay grounded in truth and calm and I think that will help things to have a steady, a steady person, a steady, very um, not rocking person. Do you, I don't know the word for it. You're just steady, calm and steady, guys. Anchored, grounded. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> All right. Talk to you in a few days. Love you. <laughs> Hopefully she still loves me, folks. Take care out there. Love you. Take care out there. Take care. Love you. Talk to us. Reach out to us at friendlyworldpodcast.com. All right. Be well. See you soon.